Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. We made it here, we made it there, and we made it back. But we are glad to be able to do that. We are closing out our series, The Lost Art of Gratitude, today, but you are going to get a break from me this Sunday, and you are going to be hearing from our senior pastor, Pastor Mary Garcia, today, and uh, why don't you just go ahead and welcome her this morning uh, as she makes her way up here. Amen. She's on her way. Don't worry. I'm not making this up. God bless you, everyone. Amen. You're supposed to say amen. That's good. Good, good. <laughs> good to see y'all. I know I see some of you are wearing your shift shirts, and I'm happy that y'all went and came back to this convention, and I'm very excited uh, about all of you. Thank the praise and worship team. Thank you, wherever you are. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I know they're, they're, they're back there somewhere. <laughs> uh, but we thank them. And we just want to say, first of all, uh, that, uh, last weekend, was it, was it last weekend that we had appreciation for Pastor Gabe? And I don't believe that we mentioned anything in the Emmanuel Church service. And we just want to say thank you. Where's Pastor Gabe? Tampoco ya se me respareció. Let's give a handshake, hand clap, not handshake, hand clap, come on, you, for Pastor Gabe and Sister Lajinska, you know, that have been heading out, uh, leading this service and English Emmanuel Church, and we just want to thank them for just being faithful to God's calling in their lives and just uh, continuing to go forward in this ministry and thank all of y'all that supported them and even though even those that have been watching uh Emmanuel Church and been following I know that uh some people have told me that they follow Emmanuel Church and they listen to Emmanuel Church and that's a blessing you know we thank them uh the praise and worship team and Brother Josh Rodriguez, if you are listening to us, we want to thank you for you being a missionary and thank you for listening. I know that sometimes you've told me that you listen to this program all the way over there where you are. God bless you and your family. Amen. Can we say amen for our missionary? Amen. Yes. Uh, Brother Josh Rodriguez. Amen. We appreciate you and love you. Uh, and we appreciate Pastor Gabe and Everyone here that has stood in faith. Uh, I don't know if I didn't get the communication memo about gratitude. So my message this morning is not on gratitude. <laughs> we can go to the next time. And uh, it's just my blessing to a uh, pleasure and privilege to be here this morning and preaching to the people that are listening to us also and I, I thank you for your faithfulness uh, those that went to convention I know you're tired uh, thank you for your faithfulness amen so today 
I want to speak in the book of Mark. And the reason why I'm speaking this, this, uh, message today is because, uh, I don't know if it was this week or some time. I couldn't sleep. And, um, it was already late in the morning and I couldn't sleep two, three, four, around that time. So I got up and I usually, when I can't sleep, I go to my office, uh, our office, and I see what, what can I read or uh, you want me to pray? What do you want, Lord? You know, seeking to see if God wants, is trying to speak to me and I need to listen. So I believe that was, I think, Monday, Monday, early Monday hours. And uh, during that time, uh, I believe that God gave me a message. And this message is in particularly for Emmanuel Church. Because we're at a point of decision. And talking to Pastor Gabe on some issues and trying to see what we're going to do going forward, you know, because we need uh, to go forward. And I'm going to read this, this uh, verses in chapter 2 of, of Mark. And if you have your Bible, just turn to it, chapter 2, verse 1. It says, a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left. No room left. Not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. So some men came bringing him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, What does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was, this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to me, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in few view of all of them. This amazed everyone. They praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Blessed in our hearts. And produce a fruit that is pleasing unto you, Father. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> when I go, y'all say amen, okay? All right, good. I have to train you. <laughs> I 
I know y'all weren't like that at the convention. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We know that during pandemic 2020, it was a difficult time for the church in general, all over. Uh, at that time, believers had to think of creative ways to continue going forward. And like I said, during that night, I was uh, talking to God and he put this word in my heart about Emmanuel Church. Emmanuel Church, we are believers and I believe that God wants to do something new here in Emmanuel Church. Every time that the church has confronted obstacles, there have been people that have been creative and have also we need found that we need to innovate. In other words, do new things, right? Yes. Okay. So as we look at this story, we see how God's people carried out his mission in the world in ways that, I mean, I don't know if I would have thought about, about this idea. Here are some friends. How many of you have friends? How many? How many have friends? Okay, we have friends. There you go. Everybody has friends. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we have friends when we have money. Hallelujah. When we're broke, well, okay, God bless you. <laughs> so, the word of God says that Jesus came. On that day, came back home, it says. They heard that he had come home. And they gathered when they heard about Jesus, because by this time, Jesus' fame had already grown. And a lot of people have heard about Jesus because he's doing things everywhere. He's moving here and healing people, doing miracles, just all kinds of things. So people are, are just, they know about him. The, the news is out. The news is getting out about Jesus. So when he comes home, it says that there was a large number that gathered. There was no room. Not even outside the door. Okay? There was no room inside. There was no room outside. But he continued to preach the word. Now, one of the things is, is that we saw, we see these. Now, it just says here, men. Some men. Now, but I understand that these men had to be friends of this other man that was paralyzed. Either they had to be friends or they were very compassionate people or very caring people. They saw this man that had a need and they came up with an idea because they wanted this man to have access to Jesus. And what is our mission here in Emmanuel Church? Our mission is what? For people to have access to Jesus. Amen? We want people to know Jesus. Amen? Yes. And we all have friends. Which means what? That what? They need access. Very good. I give you a price after church. <laughs> they need access to Jesus. 
And I'm like, God, speak to us. We got, we cannot give up. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time to say we can't go forward. No, we have to find a way to go forward and make Jesus accessible to people that need him. Do you think there's people that need Jesus? Yes. Some of them are your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, your cousins. But sometimes we're intimidated to to speak to our friends about Jesus. We are even shameful at times. Like, I'm so embarrassed. I can't tell them. I can't, you know. They're too wild at our church, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's true, right? Yeah, okay. (laughs) But we see that these friends, these men, they had a mission. They wanted to have what did they want for the, for their friend? They wanted him to be healed, right? Their mission was to get their friend healed. They wanted healing for him. They wanted him to have access to Jesus. But all they were thinking about was the healing because they saw that he was paralyzed. It doesn't tell us how long he was paralyzed. It doesn't tell us uh, why he was paralyzed. It doesn't tell us how long he was paralyzed. Nothing about that. They just said they saw what? They saw a point of need. Okay? They saw a need. And so they were trying to what? They were trying to take him to Jesus so that Jesus could help them. Now, during pandemic, a lot of things happened, and we're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Everybody was like, we didn't know what to do because we've never been to a pandemic. Most of the people that are alive on this earth have never been through a pandemic. I mean, there's people that are over 100, but I don't even know if they ever saw a pandemic before. Maybe some of them. Very few people. But we never had. So during this pandemic, we had to be uh, creative. People started saying, let's have drive-in church. Churches started to say, okay, everybody come outside and bring your cars and let's see what we're going to do. We only did that one time. Everybody said, no, it's too hard. Hey, you know, because you know what? There's always going to be obstacles always going to be obstacles when you're trying to do something for God there's going to be obstacles but we have to continue because you know this story tells us that there was obstacles first what was the first thing there wasn't room there wasn't room for this man it's like they could have told him hey it's full just go you know we don't have room for you go go you know But the word of God says that when they saw that there were so many people, it was so crowded, you know. But Jesus kept preaching the word. He was preaching the word. He was preaching. Amen. He was preaching. He says they, he preached the word to them. He continued to preach. And they wanted him. And I can imagine, you know, you know, Jesus is preaching and these men are just causing a disruption. 
They're causing a disruption. And they're like, oh, well, uh, we got to get to the roof. Come on, we got to get to the roof. And they, st- now I know that they must have been making noise to make a hole in the roof. Right? I mean, it wasn't a quiet thing. You know, it was like, okay. I'm sure some people were like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? We're trying to get this man to Jesus. (laughs) Would you have done that? Many of us would have given up already. We're like, no, pues yeah, you know. There's too many people. We can't get in. Let's let's go. We'll bring him another day. (laughs) Let's bring him next Sunday. Don't take him during prayer, you know, prayer meeting. Because we're like, no. But this is what happened. The Bible says that they said they were determined, right? So what I want to say to Emmanuel Church, we have to keep going and we have to be determined because there's still people that need access to Jesus and there's people that still have needs. Amen? Amen. There's people that have needs. And they're waiting for us. They're waiting for these four men, for these four uh, friends, for these four acquaintances, for these four compassionate people. We have to have compassion for the world. We have to see that they have needs. They're, that are, they have needs that are deep needs. Because listen, the Bible says that they were around. They said, hey, we're not going to stop. You know, they, they, they could have said, no, you know, his friend, the, the one that was paralyzed was on the mat. And there was four in each corner, one in each corner. And they were like, he could have said, okay, yeah, stop. I don't want you to be putting me through the, through the roof. Take me home. I don't want you to be going through all this trouble. But the friends, these men. They were persistent. They were persistent. Now, anytime somebody wants to do something, you got to be persistent in everything. If you want to be successful, the Bible says, and the business people, and everywhere you hear, if you want to be successful, you have to what? Be persistent, work hard. I'm not saying that you haven't worked hard. But I'm saying we need to work harder. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They had persistence. They didn't say, hey, you know, they could have just said, sorry, man. We couldn't do it today. You're not going to happen. You're not going to get healed today. You're not going to get healed. I'm sorry. There's just too many people. There's too many obstacles. There's too many this. There's too many that. And, you know, there's always negative people that are always saying something negative. No, you're not going to do it. No, we can't do it. No this. No that. No that. Ay. By the time you know it, you're negative too. Yeah? You're doubting too. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. How, what was I thinking that I was going to do it? That I was going to make it? What was I thinking? You know, but they didn't. Sometimes, oh, I, I like this part, okay? Sometimes it feels like what we want to do for God is just so out of our reach. It's like, can't do it. It's so far. Can't do it. Can't do it. We can't do it. 
And I'm sure there was people around there that were saying, stop it. Why are y'all making this hole in the roof? I, I, but I love it. I love it. You know that they were so persistent. And when they're bringing, now this is just this amazing. They're, they're pulling this man down. Jesus is preaching, you know, in the middle of preaching. You know, we need more interruptions like that during our preachings. We need people to interrupt us and say, hey, I got somebody here that needs prayer right now. They can't wait till you finish preaching. Hallelujah. Wouldn't that be great if we had interruptions like that in church where people would just say, we can't wait. We, 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 this person needs healing right now. They, they need help right now. I mean, right in the middle of Jesus preaching. Now, how would anybody dare to interrupt Jesus? <laughs> this is Jesus. This ain't just nobody, you know. This is Jesus. But they come interrupting him. They bring the man right in front of him. They were very good at that. They were, they calculated how, you know, how they, were, how they put him. It says that they, since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus, above Jesus, by digging through it. And they lowered the mat the man was lying on. Mm. Listen, imagine that. I want you to use your imagination. This is crazy. Imagine if the church today would be so, so bold as to do things like this. So compassionate, so loving, so brave, so persistent to do things like that. And the Bible says this, when Jesus saw their faith, it didn't say when Jesus saw their persistence, when Jesus saw their technique, their technique, their whatever. No, no, he says, when Jesus saw their faith. So what does that tell me and you? That any time that we want to do something for God, we have to have faith. We have to believe in what we're doing. We can't just, okay, well, well you know, we're just going to do this and whatever happens. Whatever, no, 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 no. We have to have faith. Amen. This is where the amen comes in, okay? Amen. There you go. Thank you very much. (laughs) We have to have faith. And the Bible says that Jesus, this is what you can't give up. Paul said in 1 Corinthians, I will become whatever I have to become. Just so that I may save some. It doesn't say many. Some. There's some people out there that Emmanuel Church has to reach. There are need. The Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. When he saw their faith, they were believing for healing. They wanted their friend to be healed. But Jesus said, this man has a greater need. His need is not healing. His need is forgiveness of his sins. Hallelujah. Yes. He had a greater need. 
And even though we know there's people that have needs, they, they have needs for food, they have needs for clothes, they have needs for compassion, they have all kinds of needs, and we want to meet those needs. But the greatest need that we need to meet is having them assessed to Jesus for forgiveness of sins. Amen. Forgiveness of sins. Okay, I thought I had a Kleenex here, but I don't. Okay. Forgiveness of sins. Nally, could you give me a Kleenex? Thank you. Hallelujah. And he said to the man, wow. Now, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Now, you know, when you think about this paralyzed man, you don't think he's a sinner. You know, we just see him, he's paralyzed. Oh, he needs healing. Oh, we have compassion. We hurt for him. But we don't see the need. But Jesus sees the deepest needs that people have. The deepest needs that Jesus, that people have, Jesus sees them. He sees them. And he wants us to be the solution. Amen. He wants the church to be the solution. We need to be the solution. We need to go forward. We cannot quit. We must allow God to use us in his power and authority. And the Bible says that people begin to criticize him. When Jesus spoke to the man and said, your sins are forgiven, they didn't say it. They were thinking in their mind, who is this person? Thinking in their minds. Because that's how we are. We're thinking over here, thinking things, thinking, thinking, thinking. And our mind defeats us. Our thoughts defeat us. Because it is in our minds that, that we have the power to think and believe God. For great things. And the people around him. The religious people. The crowd. All of those that were there. You know. Many of them. The Bible says that some of the teachers. Because they were the religious people. Were sitting there thinking to themselves. Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins by God alone? Hmm. Wow. Wow. They were thinking, you know, the religious people, the, 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 the people of that day that supposedly believe in God. But the Bible says that these were the people that were thinking all these things. How can he do that? He could, does not have the authority. Oh, wow. They're so like, he has indeed doesn't have the authority. Listen to me. He has the authority. Amen. And Jesus said, so that you will know, that you will know. Amen. Why are you thinking these things? So that you will know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sin. He said to the man, wow. Isn't that awesome? Aren't y'all excited? <laughs> Amen. 
so that you will know that the Son of Man has authority. Listen to me, you man of church. The Son of God, Jesus, is with us. He has the authority, amen, to do anything. If we would just believe in him, if we would be ready to go forward, to be creative in our ways and to bring people, assess them to Jesus because Jesus wants to heal them, wants to touch them, but he also wants to forgive their sins, restore their soul. That's how we're going to say, restore your sin, just so that you know. He said to the man, I tell you, get up. Take your mat and go home. Wow. See, this man had already been forgiven. He was already experiencing something new in his life. It's maybe something that he had never experienced in his life before. He never had experienced salvation. And Jesus is telling him, I forgive your sins. And wow. He's forgiven. He's feeling. Who knows what he had done? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows where he had been? Yes, he was paralyzed. That doesn't mean that he couldn't sin. Who knows? But he's feeling that that burden lifted from his life, forgiven of sins. And then Jesus tells him, just so you know, all of you that are here, just so you know, that I have the power and authority to forgive sins. And I told this man, I tell this man, hallelujah, I tell you, Wow. Get up. Take your mat. Go home. <laughs> he says, and he got up. Come on. He got up. Took his mat. And walked out in full view of all of them. He got up. He got up. Come on. He got up. He took his mat. He rolled up his, his bed. Hallelujah. Walked out. Everybody was looking at him. He's like, what? Who? What? Mira. Mira. Look. Look. Look what's happened. Look. That's what we got to believe. That my new church, we can't give up. We got to be persistent. We got to have faith. We got to believe that God, we cannot settle too soon. Too soon for what? Too soon. Just too soon. You know, like Paul said, if I may be able to win some. He didn't say the whole city, the whole world. He said some. Some. That's what we're here for. To win those some. That's some. That still need to have access to Jesus. That still need a miracle. That still need to hear the word. That still need to get up and walk. Because they've been paralyzed by different things. Been paralyzed by different things. But now God says, you got to get up. And amazing, it says, this amazed everyone. What? <laughs> This amazed everyone. God wants to do things in our lives that are, are going to be amazing. That when people see them, they're going to say, oh, wow, this Valerie, this is what God did in your life. Oh, amazed. You know. This is what God did in your life. Wow. That's what amazing is when people say, wow, 
Is that what happened? And people are like, ah, I can't believe that happened. Yes, it happened. Why? Because we believed, we had faith. Jesus said he saw the faith. They persisted. They didn't give up. They didn't say, let's go back home. Nothing's going to happen. Because <laughs> sometimes that's our, nothing's going to happen. You know, you've been praying, you've been walking, you've been doing all kinds of stuff because you want to receive that blessing. And sometimes you see nothing's going to happen, but we got to believe because they didn't, they did not give up in the opposition. They overcame obstacles, multiple obstacles. It just, it just wasn't one thing. And sometimes there's one obstacle and we want to give up. There's two. We want to give up three. Oh no. Yeah. After three. Yeah. That's too much. No. But even then we can't give up. We got to believe that the word that is being preached here is bringing solutions to people. That when we lead the praise and worship here, somebody's being uplifted. Somebody's being touched. That we have to continue to have our friends have access to Jesus. This is where Jesus is. Not only here, he's outside over there too. We, we can make the access to Jesus outside the church. Sometimes we'll say, come to church, come to, no, right there. Tell them about Jesus, wherever they are. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about Jesus. We have to make this possible. Amen. Amen. Even though it's if it's way out there, we feel like it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yes, it's going to happen. If we believe, we, we have to persevere. We have to have faith. And we must believe that God has the power and authority. God said in Acts 1, 8, and you shall receive power. Hmm. You shall receive power. You shall receive power. And you shall be my witnesses all over the world. Amen. Amen. We are on a redemption mission in the world. We must need people's deepest needs. We must find people that need access to Jesus. And we need to be creative we need to find solutions we're praying pastor gabriel sister Lajinska, they're praying we're praying with them and we're asking you to pray with us emmanuel church that god would give us the way to go forward because we want to go forward amen how many of you want to go forward amen we want to go forward we want people to hear about Jesus. If we have to do whatever it takes. We have to overcome obstacles. But in the name of Jesus, like he told those people, just so that you would know that the Son of Man, which is Jesus, has the power and authority. He does. We got to believe that he does have the power and authority to command and do anything that we need. In the name of Jesus, we believe for miracles today. Amen? Amen. Stand up. 
And let's pray. We're going to believe for miracles. Some of you have a need. I know. The Spirit tells me there's people here with great needs. Deep needs. God is here through his Spirit to meet those needs. Whatever it is that you're battling with or what you're needing in your life, Jesus is available. His Holy Spirit is available. You can't give up. Now is not the time to give up. There may be obstacles. There may be difficult times, but it's not time to give up. Holy Spirit, we come before you. Father, first of all, we thank you for the opportunity to have this service. We thank you for the word that is being preached here. We thank you for the people that have stood around us like these four friends and carried our mat. We thank you for the doors that you are opening or the roofs or the For the people that you're bringing. People that are here and the people that you're bringing. They have a need for you. They need a miracle. Not only in their hearts, emotions, bodies, minds, wherever the need is. Let us be that church. forward and overcome obstacles but for those of us that are here I ask that you bring answers and healings and touch our lives and solutions help strength because sometimes it becomes so difficult the burdens are heavy We can't find answers, but we know that you're there, Jesus. You haven't forgotten us. You're there. You're reaching out to us. You hold our hands. You carry us if necessary. And we ask today that you would come. Touch our lives, touch our hearts. Bring healing, but also bring spiritual restoration. Spiritual restoration. Restore our souls. Restore our souls. And as Emmanuel Church goes forward, that you would empower them by your spirit empower them by your spirit because we need your power and we need your authority if we are to do the work that you have called us to do 
like Paul said, I must be to all what I need to be so that I can reach some for you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We worship you today. Let us lift up our hands as the Holy Spirit ministers to each life. Let let the Holy Spirit minister to your life today. Let him speak to you encouragement and life. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.